Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, so something really fun happened on Dukes and Bell yesterday. We had an atonement of all atonements happen live on our air. Speaking of Yom Kippur, the whole the high holy day that I mentioned off the top, <laughs> right? It's a day uh, of atonement for those of you that don't know in the uh, in the Jewish faith. Right. So we as as we did last episode, we're tying it all together, yeah. baby. Full service podcasting right here. You don't <laughs> get it anywhere else. Um, Sal Licata, host on WFA in New York. Famously, about uh, what three, four months ago, put his foot in his mouth and declared it Labor that Day. It or was Memorial yeah, Day. yeah, it One was sometime, days. sometime over the summer, that he declared that the NL East is over, and he got a ton of reaction, both good and bad, because at the time the Mets had a double-digit lead on the Braves. The Braves weren't playing well. World Series hangover, yada yada yada, and then the season kept going and going and the lead got smaller and smaller and smaller and then they got caught and then they went back and then they got caught and then they went back and yesterday after that sweep this weekend steve sal came on dukes and bell and ate crow i think the advice learned here mike is it ain't over till it's over (laughs) (laughs) and now unfortunately it's over. I mean, I mean, you were like the number one meme. I guess number two are like those fat mutant Mets fans that are screaming at each other when they do that that podcast or whatever it is. The Braves won't lose. Mike Bell, of course, they're referencing for those who didn't catch his drift. The now uh, nationally famous Frank the Tank who works for Barstool Sports, who declared, the Braves never lose, as he says in, as, in a way of, of only he can. Check that out online if you haven't the seen it. The best that is video. that edit where it's got the tomahawk chop behind yes. it and like the way he moves his arm. Incredible. <laughs> Check that out on Twitter if you guys haven't seen that. Um, but, but good for Sal, Steve. He came on the air, our air, specifically came on 92.9 The Game. Um I'm going to say that again and then leave it alone. He specifically came on 92.9 The Game on Dukes and Bell to eat crow and take back his prediction that the NL East is over. Honestly, I say good for Sal. Embrace it. Be the heel. Run with it. It got a ton of reaction on social media, ton of reaction over the air, and he, he, he handled it well. He did, and, you know, it was a great get by you guys. And, you know, so – your reaction to it, that's how I feel. And Sandra, before the show the other day, she mentioned that she wanted to hear him, you know, kind of lean more into that heel role and say, no, the Braves 
cheated or whatever, come up with something. But I, I disagree with that. I think in this business, I think people are afraid sometimes to admit when they got something wrong or when they put the cart before the horse. I think that gives you, you know, it gives you uh, not legitimacy. What's the word I'm looking for? It, uh, it allows you to admit that you're wrong, essentially. Yeah. And I think I think we need more of that in this business because people aren't going to stop listening to you because you're wrong. They're going to stop listening to you if you're boring or if you're uninteresting. Right. Sal Licata, for his own brand, he created what Mike Bell referenced. He became the biggest meme in Braves country right now. And he did it honestly. And he came on and admitted, you know, I, I missed it. And, and that's going to happen from time to time. But as long as you do things honestly, I think it all comes back around. And I think to your point, if he did dig his heels in, it would have come off as really disingenuous. Yeah, he just knew, sour grapes at that yeah, point. He, he knew how badly he stuck his own foot in his mouth there. <laughs> he, he knew. And he, he did. Knew. That, yeah. that clip, the NL East is over. That has been played on every single one of our shows. It's gone crazy on Twitter. The Braves in their social media even referenced it last night in, in the, you know, the final out call. They put the NL East is over. Boom. Full send on Twitter. So it's made its way all around. So at that point, I think you have to just, you know, you have to own it and you have to eat it. Yeah. And again, uh, Steve, let me get the uh, media nugget bell here. Um, and don't be afraid to call your own shot, by the way. Um, yep. uh, so like you were alluding to, in this industry, you got to be one of two things. You got to be universally loved or you got to be hated. If you're in the middle, you're not good at this and you shouldn't be doing it. Because for people to listen, they need to listen because they love the words that are coming out of your mouth or they hate the words that are coming out of your mouth. And it's equal participation there, pal. Just as many people listen to Carl and Mike and Andy and Randy and John and Hugh, and Chuckery, and everyone else on 92.9, there's an equal amount of people that listen because they're huge fans of the show, and they go to the remotes, and they buy Hey Man Ale, as there are that say, these dopes don't know what the hell they're talking about. And which, by the way, we got our first response like that uh, to our Marcus Mariota Desmond Ritter conversation from the other day on Twitter. So Did how about we? that? I didn't yes. catch that one. What what, what yeah. did this troll come at us with? Uh, he said something to the fact of like, oh, you guys are such big hot shots in media, huh? And then basically called us dumb for saying that the Falcons shouldn't uproot their entire season uh, with all their goals still in front of them to throw in a rookie quarterback that we don't know anything about. See, and that's the point. You need to make the statement to get the reaction. Now, there is a difference, though, going even one level deeper here. And it's a it's a it's a media nugget addendum. Um, so don't, though, in media, say the thing just to say the thing. Right. Say the thing because you believe it. Don't say the thing just to say the thing, because there's too many shows right now where you have people that are just saying the thing to say the thing. And that that also can really turn off. That can turn off an educated sports fan. An educated sports fan can tell that, you know, if today if you turn on your favorite national debate show and the host is saying, for example. Does anyone have a favorite? Eh, well, 
Well, nah. I would say if you if you're an educated sports fan, probably not. If you're a casual sports fan, you're more likely to. Um, but let's say the topic is, and I don't know that this is on today, but I guarantee you it is at some point. Should Cooper Rush continue to start over Dak Prescott? That has been on. I definitely saw okay. that walking in this morning. It was here's on the, ESPN. Here's the problem. Don't say Cooper Rush should continue to start just to say. If you say it because you genuinely believe it and you bring stats and you bring knowledge and you bring passion to the take because you genuinely feel it's the best move for the Cowboys, I mean, it's obviously not, but fine. Okay. But if you're sitting at the desk and it's you take position A and I'll take position B, to me, that's not good radio or TV. Right. And, and as some, and as educated sports fans, and if you're listening to a sports media podcast, I'm going to assume that our audience is at least interested, you know, in, in the world of sports and, and pays attention more than a casual sports fan. You damn well know that. Dak Prescott just got a big fat paycheck and is the franchise face for the Cowboys and is not being replaced by Cooper Rush, even if they go on a 10-game winning streak. Right. I think, what, it's almost $80 million in dead money, I think, if the Cowboys were to move on. Here in Atlanta, we know something about dead cap hits. Yes. So So you know it's not happening. Right. But that's the problem with some of these shows today is they, they set up that argument just to have it not because host A genuinely believes it and runs with it, like Sal, who believed that the NL East is over, even though he was dead wrong. The fact that he comes back and owns it makes him sympathetic in the, in the eyes of the fans of both sides, and it's a it becomes a good projectile, so to speak, for your career. He's going to be able to you know bounce off this for a while now. Good for him. Uh, because he went about it the right way. Now, if he came out today and was screaming and yelling like we just talked about, it wouldn't have had the same effect. And for me, when I see the guys on TV that are doubling and tripling down on Cooper Rush starting over Dak Prescott, and I know that that's not what they actually believe, it doesn't work. Right. Yeah, the, there have been edits of some of these guys on these you know debate shows debating themselves making, you know, a, a point right. counterpoint. And that's how, you know, it, if somebody's not willing to stick to their convictions, you know, it's, you know, you know, it's a falsehood and that happens way too often. Yeah. And especially on a radio show that for me, the reason I love sports radio and the reason, one of the main reasons I got into the industry is because it's the male soap opera. It, it's, it's daytime television. Yeah. It's you come back every day to see the growth of the of the characters and the plot line thickens, and th- those are represented by each season of the individual teams. So the narratives and the plot lines of each season for each team are represented through the takes of Carl and Mike each day. Desmond Ritter, Marcus Mariota. Um, you know, should the Falcons be a running team? Should is Dean Pease's system too much for the guy? Like all those narratives, you follow them throughout the season the same way that um, people who enjoy soap operas come back every day for General Hospital because it's a never-ending day-to-day plot that thickens and thickens and thickens. So I love that about sports radio because um, I love the drama and I don't like soap operas, but I love sports radio. But to me, they're, they're one and the same. 
I'd be I'd be willing to bet there's not a huge crossover audience in General Hospital and Sports Talk Radio. But but you're right that that level of drama is there in sports, and it, it's presented in a much better fashion than General Hospital, I think, or the Young and the Restless, whatever you want, <laughs> whatever example we want right. to throw out. But it's even it's even better than like your favorite TV show because it's every day. Yeah, you, can, you turn on the radio and you get the fresh reaction to the day's sporting events as opposed to a Breaking Bad that comes out once a week. Right. So for me, that's why sports is the ultimate drama. It's the ultimate soap opera because it's always it's it's not only super com- the games are not only super compelling, but then you get all the media, whether it's Good Morning Football or 92.9 The Game or First Take or whatever that comes back at you every single day with, you know, the ability to cover the day's events. So, um, yeah, for me, I think, you know, bringing it all full, full circle, what Sal did was awesome. And for him to come back and, and come on our airwaves was really big of him. And he's clearly reaping the rewards right now because he handled it the right way. Yeah. And he, he will next year too. I, I think there's going to be more Braves fans than you might expect that, you know, they probably followed him on Twitter after that happened. They'll continue to follow him on Twitter. They'll engage with him. He'll engage with Atlanta fans and, and all that kind of stuff. It's going to keep going. And then if by some, miracle or grace of god the mets actually do win a division someday he'll get to tweet out a video that says the nl east is over and it'll get shared a million times just like this one did so yeah good on him for for doing it honestly all right that will just about do it for this edition of the off-air podcast for my podcast compadre i call bo morgan for those who don't know my sports radio compadre so, Steve, you can be my podcast compadre. It's uh, an honor. Yeah, an honor and a privilege, I know. Big, big honor here. Uh, I am Chris Thomas, joined, as always, by Steve Gagliano. Enjoy the weekend, and we will holler at you guys on Tuesday with a fresh episode of the Off Air Podcast.